Dr. Montrose, you just... You see Kirk sleep, knock this woman unconscious, and he breathes for a moment, and you hear him mutter something about her eyes. Her eyes were wrong. And then he lifts the blackjack again and brings it down again. No! And again. I took one look at her in the eyes, and there was something wrong about her eyes. They were glowing, so I took my blackjack and I brought it down on her head, and I lifted it up again. I could still see those eyes, and I lifted it up, and I brought it down one more time. What have you done? I popped the trunk down below me. I, I saw the twitching body of Anthony Flinders. It was his turn. I brought the blackjack down on his head and up again and down again. I turned. I thought, who next? And then suddenly I had a thought. There was something in the car. There was something in the car. I reached in and pulled out the Tommy gun. He's, he's, he's murdered Lydia. He's, he's murdered later. I think he's gone for the Tommy gun. He's, he's lost it. He's totally lost it this time. But, but he knows what he needs. Is He needs to pick himself back up again. So he pops the, the tin, but he just has a little bit too much energy behind it. And he just sprays cocaine all over his face and Montrose's face. And just for a split second, they're blinded with the white powder. And then you hear it. The Apocalypse Players present Crimson Letters A Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition Scenario by Alan Bly Starring Joseph Chance as Dr. Jonas Steinweg Dannon McAleer as Professor Duckworth Dan Wheeler as Kirk Sleep, P.I. With our special guests, Doug McAndrew as Dr. Althea Montrose and Mike Percival Maxwell as P.J. Mahoney. The keeper of arcane lore is Dominic Allen. Chapter 10, The Big Sleep. My God, I'm so sorry, Dr. Montrose. Uh, forgive me. You've got, you've got your cookie off my face. Let me just get that little bit off your face. <laughs> Licking her face. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the hell is going on? I just want to cut downstairs just to find out Douglas and Mahoney, how, what they're up to, how they're leaving. Monty, what do you, what, what do you think? Uh, do you think, um, did it make any sense to you what he was saying? Uh, no, not much, but, um... The thing with mad people is sometimes what they say doesn't make sense until much later. Um, we have his drawing. I'll come back tomorrow and visit him if we have time. But um, for now, I think we should make our way out of this place. Mm-hmm. We've, uh, <laughs> well, we've, we've other things we need to attend to. Yes, I'm worried yeah. about the others by the car. Funny, funny thing. Funny thing. When I came out, uh, yeah. I was speaking to uh, to Bobby. Uh, nice, nice chap. Nice chap. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I was talking about the, uh, the the rumpus in the uh, the cell next door. Apparently, yeah. uh, well, he says there's nobody in the cell next door. Doesn't make much sense well, to me. Um, at that, I want to stop and turn around. Um, y- you say there was where we heard the noise. We distinctly heard the noise to the left. Yeah, so yeah. on the left. Well, he said that the fellow who was in that uh, that cell hung themselves uh, last night on his suspenders. Christ! Why they why they allowed him suspenders in uh, in his cell? I I don't know, or his stockings, or whatever. I don't know. Uh, 
Perhaps. Well, you you want to look nice, I suppose. But um, um could you uh, what, what what was his name? The attendant, Bobby. Bobby. Uh, Bobby. Bobby. Grofares. Bobby. Hello. Um, could we um, uh, the cell next door? I'm I'm slightly worried about um noises coming through from uh, the other cells. Uh, he's in a very delicate position. Um, would you mind if I just um, had a quick look in the cells uh, across from his? Sure. Um, this one would be most useful. What, the cell where the noise is coming from? Yes. He The cell door is actually open. Ah. And it's empty. Yeah, he, uh, the fella, uh, he managed to steal some stockings from the laundry room and hanged himself last night. Who's, uh, Whose stockings were they, may I ask? It doesn't seem like prison prison garb to me. Oh, well, we take on some uh, some laundry from the local area. I see, I see. Good to keep them in work. Good to keep them busy. Well, yes, no, I see what you mean. Um, just give me a moment, Bobby. And I want to step into the room. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I want to do a... I don't know if I want to do a listen or a, or a spot hidden... I'm not sure I'll gain anything from either, but I feel the need to do one or the other just to see whether or not Cecil yeah. was. Yeah. Um, I'll do it. I'll do a spot hidden. Okay. It's probably the wrong thing. Just in case there's anything in there, I kind of want to see. Like, is there? They they've said he hung himself yesterday, so surely there'd be signs. There'd be, if not like police tape. We're not living in the modern world, but uh, you know, there'd be perhaps tearing at the the pillowed walls or anything. I'm just looking for anything that sort of shows the behaviour of the person who was lost in the... And I've rolled a five on my 56 spot hidden. Amazing. Yeah, you're looking at the light fitting, there's definite... It definitely looks like it's been pulled out slightly. Right. By some great weight. The cable's dragged a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> terrible shame. Terrible shame, man. Man to take his own life. And there's a... Because it's padded, obviously the floor is... Slightly, slightly padded, and uh, there is a there is a patch underneath the light fitting that looks like urine, possibly. Right. Um. Well, so essentially, it's just an average dance studio. Um, <laughs> I turn to uh, PJ and I sort of say, um, "Well, uh, whatever we heard from here, I suppose the door was open, so it may have been another inmate." Um, Making a it must have been must deliberately or something. Yeah, yeah. It must it, uh, it must have been. Yeah, echoes in these places and play tricks on your ears. Well, probably was from across the ways. Yes, quite. Well, let's see how let's see how well you um you you convince yourselves of that. Uh, let's have a sanity rolls. Okay, okay. Here we go then. Well, that's almost a hard success. So I found myself quite convincing. Thirty-two on a forty-four. Hmm. Uh, so both successes. Yeah, you don't lose any sanity. As we're, as we're leaving the room, could I just catch uh, Greyfriar's eye and say, uh, here, uh, Bobby, why was this door unlocked? It seemed open. Um, was that for a reason? Uh, are there any inmates around here who are allowed to sort of uh, converse, converge or converse? Yeah, yeah, it's a vacant room. cell. Of course, yes, but... um. None of the inmates can come in here. No. I see. So if we'd heard anything in this room earlier, that would have been 
Impossible. Oh, I see. Impossible. Yes. Well, like I said, I it, it must have. Um, it must have come from uh, across the uh, the hallway. Just echoed ground. So it sounded like. Yes. It. Yes. It must be. It must. Be. You're quite right. P- PJ here is a twitcher. Um, he he streams Minecraft online. <laughs> he also works for Bert, and he uh, he uh, he he knows about these sounds. You're you're quite right, PJ. Um, thank you. I've uh, heard a sound or two in my time. Let me tell you. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Did I ever tell you? I think you did. Um, Bobby, thank you. <laughs> um, and I, th- I think with that, having checked the room and having found nothing there, I personally, at least, am sort of ready to go and rejoin those others at the car. Okay. Hmm. Unless anyone that I'm with wants to do otherwise? Um, no, I'm happy to head on up and rejoin the... Well, I'll lead the way anyway, sort of clopping along with my, my cane. So Steinweg and Dr. Montrose are covered in cocaine in the doorway of the... Um, or in the. I mean, covered would be extreme. I, I, I wanted to yeah. do justice to the sand loss. Can I still have some, like, some cocaine left? They look like powdered fops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. So long as I've got some left, but I think an embarrassing... Explosion and, and licking. There was definitely a licking at one point, an uh-huh. inappropriate licking. There was a bit of blood <laughs> and cocaine. Got. Tonham! Tonham is coming in the door! He's, he's, he's firing that Tommy gun! Quick, run! What? My God! He always tries to grab him, turn him around, push him back the way that he came. I think I. Looking for some <laughs> sort of shelter. I think I perhaps mistakenly attempt to gallantly try to get her in but sort of hold the ground to look, to see. Luckily, I rolled quite low on um, on Sleep's, uh, the number of rounds that he'd be affected. But so. it ain't over yet, so I shoulder the Tommy gun. <laughs> I pull the trigger, and I pepper the front of the asylum. And you're at an angle. Surely he's at an angle, Keeper. Well, let's see. Okay, so Steinweg gets to go first. With maybe a, maybe a bonus for um, the um, the influence of the. Well, I, I have I've taken some cocaine, but I, I mean he's unfortunately addicted, so I, I'll leave that to Dom. Well, it depends what you're going to do. Well, I'm going to stick I'm going to stick my head out to see what the heck is going on. If you can stick your head out and be really confident, <laughs> then you get a bonus. I don't think that I'm being exceptionally um, brave. But I did, I did want to make sure that Montrose was going in. I was able to see what was happening because I have listened to her. And she has said... It's a madman with a machine gun. madman with a machine gun. Mm. There's a few Greco-Roman-style pillars as well, columns at the you know that you can get cover behind. Oh, God, it's just like the beginning of the war again. So she's told you there's a madman with a machine gun, and if you've used that information to stick your head out of the door... <laughs> well, she's covered in blood, and... Uh, Resisting the, the the obvious help that cocaine would offer, I think it's perfectly logical that I would say <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. I think a nose is probably a bit and not in good shape to be taking a line aside from any other consideration. That'd be very crude. I suppose you could still like it. Maybe, maybe she actually takes a little bit of blood and coke smeared and a thing, and you know gives it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> At this stage, uh, this stage, running for her life. Uh, from, you know, the vengeance of the Tommy gun, then uh, she, she, she might well do that. But anyway, a blood coke bomb. It's not sleep who's doing it. It's the Tommy gun. Um, 
So yeah, I'm just going to stick. I'm going to stick my head around the corner and see what I can see. So the pillars are they blocking my view? Let me let me say what I'm what I, I think yeah, Steinberg yeah. sees. Um, mm-hmm. I stick my head out and I and I'm looking to the left because I was imagining that's where we were parked off to the left mm-hmm. because I seem to remember. Yes, yes. Um, good Doctor Duckworth did say that he had parked at the end of the line, not like yeah. in front of the gates. For some reason, I'm going left. Tell me if it's right. I don't mind. I think it's left. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm looking around and I'm thinking I see pillars blocking my view. Is that is that right? Yeah. Are you in the doorway? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the doorway, looking to right, like literally sticking my head out, ready to pull it back in. But if all I can see are pillars and nothing else, probably see the car. There's a chance you can see Kirk sleep, shouldering this thing. What kind of chance? Chance. Uh, 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 a, a spot hidden. It's a spot hidden yes. chance. No, it's I'm I'm a little too wired for that. I can't really focus. Mm. He just happens to be stood behind a pillar when yeah. you look. So I think I dash to the, the nearest pillar and I hide behind it. Okay, so you're in really good cover. I think that's my action done, isn't it? Mm. What does sleep do? So I think as soon as I shoulder the Tommy gun, mm-hmm. I am um, I kind of I sort of test it out with a, like a like a sort of strafe across the front of the the building where I've seen where I've seen Montrose run in the betrayer as we call her now the betrayer and as as is Montrose did she, how far did you get Montrose did you get do you imagine that you're in in like well you're in the doorway with Steinweg I'm in the doorway um, you know I don't imagine I mean she's got a move of seven it's relatively low. Um, it wasn't far, though. It wasn't far, but she's certainly trying to get as, as far away from sleep. Mm. And, um, <laughs> some sort of cover somewhere as quickly as she can. <laughs> so you, you, you fire this, you fire a burst of this, um. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not aiming for anyone in particular. This is just sort of like almost suppressing fire <laughs> whoever um, happens to be there I'll just shoot them yeah lungs. exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't really aim a Tommy gun as such you know it's all about the dramatic flourish yeah exactly just I, think I, I think I know that much yeah I know that much I've seen uh, I've seen mobsters use weapons like this and I know it's all about all about demonstration it's all about so I shouldered I shouldered the Tommy gun and I just straight across the front of the building yeah. I thought any motherfuckers who come out that door, they're going to get a mouthful of lead. Yeah, I don't think we need a roll for that, because it sounds like they're in cover and you're just and firing. I'm not for them anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, you, but you all hear the the uh, the stone. <laughs> I get this sort of... As, uh, as bullets embed themselves in the... Uh, the sort of the sandstone. <laughs> and as I do that, I take a couple of steps towards the building. Monty, Monty, did you hear that? Duckworth, you're you're coming up. That you're you're probably crossing the the foyer to the door. Mm. I want to. Um, are the windows broken or are they? No, no, no. Nothing like that yet. I but wanna... you can probably hear the gunfire. <laughs> Make my way out the door slowly. And just say, uh, well, I'm going to use. Uh, well, I've used it before, so I'd like to use my psychoanalysis and say, uh, I realised the people I was firing at. Well, my friends, and that there was no need for this sort of violence. I heard a voice telling me that the people I was firing at were my friends and there was no need for this kind of conduct. Yeah, and I realized that the gun that was in my arms wasn't my gun, and the people I was firing at weren't my enemies. 
I heard a voice telling me that the gun was in my arms, <laughs> my arms wasn't my gun, and the people I was firing at wasn't my enemies. And I wondered, what was this voice? Where was it coming from? And I thought, fuck that voice. And I took another shot. <laughs> when it was, when it's my turn. Let's have that psychoanalysis roll. <laughs> PJ is at this moment taking, checking his revolver to make sure it's loaded. <laughs> and springing geriatrically into action. <laughs> 17. What's my... My psychoanalysis is 56. Oh, that sounds pretty good. So I could spend five luck to make it an extreme success. No, a hard success is more than enough. Something you say gets to sleep and and um, you feel yourself lowering the Tommy gun. You feel calmer. Do Montrose or um, Mahoney act in any way? Um... Yeah. Given that he seems to have calmed down. <laughs> uh, it appears um, from whatever it is, she's found cover, uh, trying to figure out whether or not he's, you know, got shit Yeah. Together. So PJ is going to take take up a sort of defensible position um, beside a, uh, a window or beside the doorway um, where he can try and get a, get a bead on sleep, but he's got his gun... Um, because he is very concerned about sleep's behaviour and thinks that, you know, um, winging him or shooting him in the leg or something like that might be necessary to be able to uh, disable him to get the weapon off him. Um, but, uh, yeah, if, if he's kind of calmed down, he's just going to observe the situation. And yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I'm going to be sort of walking quite openly towards him because I've spent a lot of my time over the last two days with sleep and this has worked before, so I'm just... I'm trying to, you know, reverse, narrativize his insanity um, yeah. as I walk towards him and sort of, uh, yeah. Peter's just shaking his head. He's going to get his head blown off. <laughs> I saw... I saw a figure walking towards me. It looked like a figure I knew once before. Maybe a friend... Although, didn't have the face of a friend. In fact, the figure didn't have any face at all. But somehow, he made me feel a bit calmer. I lowered the Tommy gun. I saw him wave his hand at me. Yeah, this guy seemed like a friend. Somehow, <laughs> somehow he seemed like a friend. Dr. Montrose, what on earth happened here? He died. The, the, the girl, Lydia, she, she attacked me. They were trying to get the rest of the, the, the patients indoors. There was there was a lightning strike and then, and she was just staring at us and, and Flinders was banging at the boot and then she, she, she just launched herself at me. Stuck the bloody head on me. Look at the state of my nose. And then, and then, then, then sleep came over and he, he saw there was something... That eyes, I don't know, and it just set him off, and he just, he seemed to knock her out, and then he just caved a skull, and then he went to the boot, and then he, he opened it up, and the boy, I just saw, I was trying to get in, and the, I just saw him go for the gun, I think they're both dead. Yeah, 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 Mine, this is, this is not good. I think, Mr. Sleep, uh, Mr. Mahoney, you have this covered, yeah? Ah, oh, yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm, he's saying this all from kind of, He's got his. They, uh, he's got his cane. I don't know what the hell Monty hiding behind this pillar. 
while Monty's walking towards him and you're kind of trying to get a, get a bead on him but of course these pillars are in the way I'm walking towards Monty again very slowly in the hope that I can once again convince him to give me his weapon while this is all happening so if there's any dregs of the combat round left I will try to dash back I think to Dr. Althea Montrose hmm so you both find yourselves in the doorway. Can, can Kirk... I, I presume Kirk Sleep still has the lowest luck. Um, can he give me a luck roll? Happily. That was a bad fail. So as, as Steinweg and Montrose sort of convene in the doorway, you hear some people coming up behind you. It's a, a couple of doctors, some orderlies, security personnel. They've heard the gunfire, and they're running up to you, and they say, what's, what's happened? What's happened? <laughs> One of the patients attacked me. Attacked <gasps> outside. One of the doctors turns sharply and he says, Miriam, I thought you said you got them all in. I thought I counted them. I, I counted them. And uh, one of the, another nurse is coming up to Montrose, and Dr. Montrose, and trying to oh. sort of check your nose. Uh, my name is Dr. Steinberg, and I am with the Miskatonic University. I can vouch for the man. He was only trying to defend our colleague here. Uh, and I start trotting over towards not actually sleep, although I'm pointing to him. I'm, I'm trotting over to Duckworth. If I can see this all happening, mm. I, I try and sling the Tommy gun under, not our car, but one of the under, one of the other cars. I just try and sort of slide it <laughs> on the floor. So I'd need a, I get, I, really it's a sleight of hand roll, I guess, or, or a stealth, or maybe even a throw. Okay, let's have a little think about this. Throw, no. <laughs> Slight of hand. No, so I'm going to go for stealth. Stealth 40. <laughs> it's a wheeler roll. No, that's bad. You could always. I've rolled a 91. Push but the I'm going to push it. <laughs> oh, let's hear him. I'm going to push, push the roll. <laughs> throwing a Tommy gun under a car. <laughs> Everyone's happy. So I, I throw it and I and it doesn't, doesn't make it all the way under the car. So <laughs> in this. Flash it! I I threw that. I threw the Tommy gun. I tried to get it under the under the car next to ours. And didn't quite make it. So I leapt to the floor, slid across, <laughs> tried to push it under, slid across the gravel. Oh, thank fuck for that. That's uh, that's a hard success. That's a hard success. And we're done for. You conceal the the Tommy gun just as these doctors are sort of coming down the steps. One of them's trotting after Steinweg and saying, well, but what about the gunfire? Where the, why, why the gunfire? You didn't shoot a patient, did you? Well, I assume it was because the patients had gone mad and were attacking an innocent um, uh, doctor from the city of Glasgow. She is a professional who has been visiting the Miskatonic. R- remind me of your station here. I am one of the. I am the. I am the chief doctor of uh, the uh, of of B ward. Well, thank God you're here during the night. No, no doubt you'll be able to help us greatly. Could there be a luck roll to see if I know this chief doctor? Uh, I, no, I think you probably do know him. I was yeah. literally about to say, Doctor uh-huh. Duckworth is here, and I'm sure that everything will pan out. Gerald, Gerald, how are you? Ah, Doctor Duckworth. Yes. What is going um, on? I, I know, I know, such chaos, such chaos. Um, have you seen the pylon? Um, there seems to have been an electrical storm and uh, out here has just been utter madness. Um, uh, uh, the cell's still locked. You, you haven't switched over to the electrical system, I suppose. No. No, no. Well, good. This is a, a case in point as to why we shouldn't. Um, yes. 
no, no. Th- this pylon right here. Uh, look at it. It's it's somewhat burned. Uh, yes. And um, anyway, um, I'll, I'll I'll take us out of here as soon as you as soon as you like. Um, sorry for any disturbance. It sounds to me like you're trying a hard fast talk here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh shit. And my fast talk is fucking shite. But actually, Danan's is very good. <laughs> Mine's really good. Can I can I argue for a persuade if I did more improv? Uh, you can have a persuade, but it is a hard persuade. A hard persuade, I'll take, and I'll say, um, Gerald. The thing is, um, this this went off. Um, we've we've some people. I'll explain to you later over dinner with Marjorie. How is Marjorie, by the way? Is she all right? Or, uh, Fine. She'll be happy to know we spoke. And then I roll, and oh my fuck! Uh, wait, what was I running for? Uh, persuade. Okay, a hard I got persuade. a nine. It's just a, they're just dice. I got a nine on forty-five. I got a nine on forty-five. Very good. So, yeah, he if he he sort of listens to you intently and then says, "Yes, it it's been a strange evening." Um, well, uh, if everyone's all right, I'm very sorry you were attacked and uh, your colleague was attacked. Uh, Yes, yes, by all means, um, let's talk in the week and, uh, try and arrange something. Yes, I'll try and get to the bottom of what happened out here. Yes, um, Gerald, I I, I don't mean to tell you your job, but, um, I I think it may be just a a dearth of, uh, attendance for the the inmates I, so many of them lydia for instance was so charming um but uh we need we need some some more bodies on the ground we need bodies on the ground that's lydia's bodies very much on the ground too many bodies on the ground <laughs> yes he says uh, oh where is lydia uh and then he sort of says we'll speak in the week and then he strides off and he's sort of summoning matrons and nurses with their little storm lanterns over to him it's it's got quite dark now um and he's sort of trying to organize them i immediately turn to the others uh well mainly dr montrose and uh kirk sleep to get out of here right now we should leave now yes dr montrose what on earth happened to your face let's get out of here mr mahoney quickly um, I jump in the driver's seat. Fuck it, why not? Montrose, Dr. Montrose, you said that there was something wrong with her. Uh, I, just her eyes, I don't know. Her eyes? I, I, I saw something odd, but it said sleep off. Set them off. He incapacitated the Medici. The same with the I think, unfortunately, although he's got this instinct to sort of say, and he's sort of saying, do you think there's a chance that it's still there? But at the same time, we're all bundling in to a car. Yeah. Um, and he's he's getting squished into the middle seat again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, that's my cane. No, sorry, that was my cane. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, no, it's my fault. It's, uh, it's quite. Uh, uh. You're taller than I ever think, Mister Mahoney. <laughs> uh, these cars are small. I, I can't get this door. Ah, uh. yeah, no, that, that's my. No, that's my hip. No, 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 that, that's my gun. Well, I'm sorry. It was the speed with which Doctor Duckworth has pulled out of the grounds. Uh, I, I, I didn't. Uh, take it easy, there, Monty. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have no peripheral vision. You'll have to be my uh, cyber eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be careful! No, no, no! Left a bit. Left. Avoid that. There's a tree. Oh, 
Yes, 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 yes. Where are you heading to? We should go back to the office. The papers, the papers. What did you find out from Cecil, in any case? The papers are still in the office, apparently. He, he told you this. It's hard to say. Never left it, he says. If you can believe that, the man is quite clearly deranged. He is. Scheiße, I never found out about his hands. Did either of you ask about his hands? No. Well, in a way. He bit them. We found out he knows what the replicas are and he knows what the the uh, contortions are. He, he, the, the real thing we have not found and we know now where to find that. He had terribly da- damaged hands, uh, Dr. Montrose. And Mr. Sleep. Mr. Sleep, his hands were very damaged. Yeah, sure, I heard you. His hands were damaged. Yeah, it's self-inflicted, yeah. apparently. Um, for Dr. Montrose, it was... We didn't do a sanity roll, did we, for seeing um, Kirk Sleep batter the shit out of two? I was just thinking, Dom, <laughs> that we were maybe a little remiss. Because, you know, it's, it's one thing he, he, he knocks out Lydia when she's trying to kill, but then, you know, pausing and then bashing us all in. head in. Yeah. And then going yeah. over to the car. Um, yeah, probably <laughs> should have. While she's rolling her sanity check, uh, is my... It, is it is it too much of a stretch of the imagination to say that my hand is still on Mahoney's gun? Well, uh, uh, it all depends on. Uh, you know. Well, exactly. It is your gun, right? Well, buy me a drink it's first, it's first it's please. Pistol, isn't it? <laughs> Nothing else. So, I failed my sanity check. So, what we can maybe say is, is the so Montrose goes to the car and she can't help herself. She goes to the boot to look in at the steel flender oh, no. uh, and at that point the, the, the sanity check so is he is he quite clearly dead I mean this this oh yeah yeah his head's been bashed oh yeah oh yeah and it's a real mess yeah yeah okay oh, so would you say that he is finding uh, a horrifically mangled human corpse I think so <laughs> uh, so it's actually um, four four sanity points you lose there Okay. Oh no, it's Dono! Well, Another one down! Two of them over the edge! Oh, is it? We're all just. Oh, our days are numbered. Unfortunately. I'm glad I got you between me and her. She's the best of us. One she is the best of, of us. us. One of us. <laughs> so it's a bit of a delayed reaction. You're in the car. Are you in the front or the back, Althea? Uh, so she's. She's went to the boot and you see her look in and she just closes the boot wide-eyed and then steps and gets into the back oh. seat looking oh. straight ahead. Her hands shaking if she's still got a handkerchief or a rose. So, just to clarify, have you pulled over to have a look in the boot? Well, I That's think the said. boot was probably... Also, this is at the point we're trying to clear out Fine, fine. So sleeps, opened the boot, bashed the skull in, got mm. the gun, and went straight in without closing it. And Montrose has just been drawn out to 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 look. She saw this. She couldn't actually see. She maybe saw splatters of blood flying up from the boot, but she felt compelled to have a look. So she's yeah had a look in before we've set off. Probably, probably closing the boot yeah. over before we drive off. Yes. And that's when you've looked in. Mm. Couldn't help herself. So you you get to the you get back in the car, very quiet, and you've been driving down the hill. Where where is it you're heading? Where is it you're driving to? I think we're heading back to Miskatonic. I think that's the plan. So you're about 
you're a way away from Miskatonic, you're sort of in the downtown area, and you pull up at a at a junction, look at, you know, a sort of stop sign, um, at which point Dr. Montrose leaps out the car and just starts running. Shot. I'm done with this! I'm done with this! And she, yeah, she, she runs. <laughs> I'll go after her. I'll go after her. And I, I throw open the passenger door and start running after her. <laughs> no good can come of I too will go after her. I think I'm right next to her. You know, she does have her cane. She's not very fast. But, I, but then again, neither am I. Nor are many of you. <laughs> Point out that in, in the interim, as we were coming down the hill, I've been gesturing to Mahoney to sleep. I also, uh, to be fair, if I'm driving, which I believe I am, I'm going to speed around and try and pull in just in front of her. You're sitting beside me, man. Just whisper in my ear. I, I, I say, <laughs> I think it might be wise to keep an eye on him with your gun. Just in case you could pistol whip him. I have a better idea. I'll keep an eye on him with my eye. Wait, wait I think I think Dr. Montrose is doing something. <laughs> so she, she's made a run well, for it. Mondi, it's just you and me now. <laughs> Sleep and I are trying to make a run for it. They've headed for the hills. I don't know what's going on. Dr. Montrose just jumped out of the car, ran off. Kurt jumped out after her. The doctors run after him. It's all gone to hell in a handbag, Mondi. <laughs> I know. Um, they're, they're not coming back. They're all just sprinting away, are they? I guess well, so. sprinting. I think sprinting for Steinberg. Who's the slowest? Well, she hasn't. She hasn't sprinted since November the eighteenth, nineteen ten. To be fair, Montrose and I were very fast, but now we're not. So fast. We're both movement seven, right? I think we're in a chase situation, aren't we? I'm also movement seven. And he's the big man. Are Sleep's the big man. Seven. Bloody hell. Well, I'm just staying in the car because I'm frankly fast and not even chasing you at all. I'm going to try and uh, maneuver the car. I'm tr- going to try and sort of speed and like pull in in front of. Forcing Dom into a chase. I love it. I love it. Poor man. What do you say? Uh, we pop into that uh, diner there and get us a coffee while they're uh, sorting this out. <laughs> PJ, I, I think if we leave them now, we may never find them again. <sighs> if you're chasing them down in a, in a car, I think realistically you, you're going to get there before them. So I'm going to need a, just a drive auto roll just to make sure you don't hit them. <laughs> or crash, or, you know. A fail might still be all right. It's a, it, Fumbles we've got to worry just about. Just don't fumble. I have a porcelain mask on, so... 18. Very nice. Oh, oh well, tonight. On a 20... Ooh, lovely. Tick that box. On a 20. On a 20. Oh I, could dry, I could drive an auto better than you can. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm aware that my drive auto is shite. So you pull up just in front of um, Dr. Montrose as she sort of keeps running. So you've blocked her path. Dr. Montrose, slow down, stop. Where are you going to? This is madness. This is madness. Montrose, get in the car. She tries to walk around the side of the car. Altia. Please get in the car. Hobble, hobble, hobble. No, 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 no. It's just, just, it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. I want to PJ, get her in the car. We're safer in the car. All right, all right. I'll do my best. But I'm not as young as I was, you know. Okay, I'll, I'll get out. You're still employed I, I, by the university as a security guard. <laughs> 
Oh, well, yes, yes, yes. See, so, yeah, I guess this would be an opposed brawl role, I guess, if... if Stop a young yeah. woman in Miss... Oh, dear, oh, I... Uh, Miss Montrose, Miss Montrose, please, please, please. You grab, she trying to elbow you away and continue walking. Or whatever. Uh, I got a 41, which is a failed brawl. Uh, I brawl also failed. Um, my fight <laughs> ball is 45. Can't you talk this through? Got some Montrose. I'm still running up. Here. Please! I think Sleep and I are pretty much Just level. Swiping at her ineffectually. Dr. Montrose! Even though Sleep please, had to come round uh, the car. Come back I now. had to get out of the middle. Sleep, hit her off at the pass, would you? There's a good fella. Do, what do you say? Hit her over the head? Not oh, nine, nine, nine. <laughs> Can't we talk this down? Dr. Montrose, Dr. Montrose, what did, what, what's happened? What, what was the last thing you saw? What did... In the, in the trunk. In the trunk. In the trunk? Of our car? Yes. Oh, no. Scheiße. Flinders, is he... Oh, nine. Maybe she's... Maybe she's seen uh, lighter as well, like I did. Oh, I told you, it, uh, that was just a, what do they call it, a hallucination? Did I see lighter? I did. Dr. No. Dr. Montrose, no, did no, you I see uh, uh, lighter? You bashed his skull in, you bashed his skull in. Of course I bashed his fucking skull in. Did you not see that guy? He was. I dash over to the to the boot of the car. Three sheets to the wind, he was a danger to all of us. Of course, I bashed his fucking skull in. What do you want me to do? He was tied up in the him out. of the car. Mr. Flinders? Mr. Flinders, can you hear me, Mr. Flinders? Sleep. You can't just sell a guy. She was unconscious, Lydia. She was unconscious. She, she, she was a mad woman. And you smashed the back of our skull. You just murdered two people. Mr. Flinders? Well, murder, murder. It's all relative. At this point... Can everyone give me a spot hidden roll? I fail. If I spend two points, that'll be a hard success. If that makes, I've got an extreme success. A hard, a hard isn't not necessary. I'm too busy with the trunk. Yeah, that's a pass for Montrose. Everyone who succeeds, you suddenly catch something in this cacophony, in this sort of argument you're having in the street, trying to get around the car or trying to stop Montrose from getting around the car. The street's quite empty, but it's normally a sort of quite a commercial street with shops and things. And you can hear this sort of tap, tap against the pavement. You suddenly catch this whiff on the wind. Uh, it's a smell like, like sort of lavender and, and rotting flowers. And, um, you hear a voice say, my, my, what is going on? And when you look across, Abner Wick is watching you from the other side of the street. He's walking with a sort of small cane in his, he's in this huge white linen, the huge white linen suit he was wearing earlier. And he says, oh, we meet again. These must be your colleagues. Charmed, I'm sure. Ah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Yes, that's, uh, we're just in the middle of something at the moment. If you don't mind, Mr. Wick, we just need to uh, resolve this particular situation and uh, I'll be right with you. As soon as as soon as he appears, I, I want to slam the trunk. Oh, as, yeah. I'm the man of the trunk. Not you, my dear man. No, I know, but I mean, I'll make a beeline to slam the trunk, but uh, yeah, I may fail. He, he's walking over. He's about He's about halfway across the road towards you. He's getting closer to the car, so... I've not seen any of this, though. So, I I think I'm, unfortunately... I have seen it, and uh, I... I draw my uh, my revolver, like, to my hip. Mm-hmm. 
and just sort of take a step towards him. So I'm I, I'm going to cons- if if I notice this and get the impression that this is potentially a uh, uh, embarrassing situation or, or, <laughs> or something's about to maybe spark off, I'm going to change tack ta- and, uh, and go. I, just as a matter of fact, Dob. Did I tell you about my grandchildren, Mr. Wick? Yes. Yes, you did. Did I show you the photographs of the twins? Eight years old. Uh, my my little girl, my little grand, granddaughter Mary. She's as sharp mm. as a button. She really is. Uh, did I tell you what, what she told me about the moon? Huh? Yes. <laughs> now, wait a minute till I find this EJ, picture. is this a man we know? Yeah, this is Mr. Wick, uh, Monty. Oh, this is Mr. Wick. Yes, yes. I see. I apologise. Mahoney, as you're close enough to him to show him these photographs, you can give me a psychology role. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's an interesting uh, cologne you have there, uh, Mr. Mr. Wick. Uh, Is that a a made-to-order special or something? The mixture of Lynx Africa and... <laughs> yeah, indeed, that is, that's a hard success on my psychology. He's looking at your photographs that you're showing him and then suddenly his attention is drawn as if, as if he's something imperceptible. It wasn't a sound or anything else. His attention is suddenly grabbed by something on the air to the boot of the car and he stares fixedly as you carry on wittering about your photographs and he just sort of pushes them away. What? What? Is everything all right back there? Yes, well, no, I was just telling you about young Eli. He's just starting the big school now. Yeah, he's a he's a big, strong fellow. I think he's going to try out for the football team. Uh, yes, indeed. He could be, certainly be something on the field, that lad. Yeah, absolutely. I would like to move to a point between the boot and Abner Wick. I've got no idea who this guy is, and I mm. do not like him. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, if you if you get in his way, he just sort of stops and looks at you and says, and you must be... Kirk Sleep, P.I. Ah, the detective. Lovely to meet you, I'm sure. Well, what brings you all out so late? Is it late? I didn't realise. What time is it? It's getting on, dear boy. Would you care for a drink? Oh. Oh, how charming. A real drink, I assume you mean. Oh, yes, of course. Why, yes, why don't we... I assume um, we're all friends here. Oh, indeed. Why don't we decamp to my shop? It's only round the corner. Excellent. I have a few bottles of something rather special. I try to give uh, the others a look, but I am in the driver's seat of the car, sort of uh, going like that. It might not work. (laughs) Um, But either way, I sort of say, uh, shall we? Let's, Gents and ladies? Yes, I think that's uh, probably... Uh, yes, let's let's do that. That's a, that's a good idea, Monty. Let's do that now. So you... Are you all going along with this? Well, I'm very interested to know that during, during that sequence, whether I was opening the boot or not. Because quite, quite a lot happened. You were opening the boot? I was going to open the boot, but that was about two minutes ago, before any conversation. So there was a whole... Yeah? Abnevik... But I didn't pass my spot hidden, so I didn't see him approaching, so I was assuming that it's simultaneously. I was opening the boot to investigate Dr. Montrose's... Because my the logic was I was going to resolve her psychological problem. Yeah, well, yeah, if you open the boot... Uh, you don't need to, to, to roll to open the boot. Um, 
but you do need to make a sanity roll for seeing what's But I have war experience, and I'm in the First World War. So I don't think I do, do I? Okay. It's, I, it's your call, Doctor. Doctor doctor of the Keeper of the Chaos. No, I think that's fair enough. I'm thinking I've seen some pretty terrible bodies in my time. So if it's just for the body, unless there's anything about his eyes that are yellow... It looks like he's been bashed in with a something heavy. Um, yes. Uh, but it was the opening of the boot that distracted Abner Whitman uh, yeah, terribly. Yeah. So this is happening, then I realise Victor is there. But do I have any chance... Yeah, but he ha- I'm really interested in the, the item that Mr. Flinders carries. And I, want, I wonder if it could be useful for all of us... Or potentially, which item? Wasn't didn't he have some sort of pendant? Mm, he has a he has an inverted pentagram on a on a. On a I would like to take this. Okay. Well, Kirk interposed himself, so you you have an opportunity to do that without really being noticed. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a sort of desperate act. I'm, my 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 sleight of hand is very poor, so I don't think it'd be required. Um, that was what I I wanted to do. And so you you end up once again twice in one day in the company of Abner Wick as he walks you, or, d- or directs you, back to the shop, which is just a block away. Uh, um, Monty, do you want to park the car up somewhere and uh, come and join us? Uh, or or do you want to... Uh, hold on, I can take uh, take the car. Well, yes, no, no, no. Oh. No, I'll take the car. I think that's fine. Oh, my dears, my dears. You can park the car uh, in the loading bay at the back, if you like. It'd be very safe. Oh, I see. Yes, excellent. Um, and uh, they don't lock it at any particular time, no? Oh, it's my loading bay, dear heart. Of course, of course. Can I, uh, as I'm driving in, make a... If it's a roll, it's a roll, but uh, I just want to see where the gates would come across and park across that. So it's like um, there's the street and there's yeah. a, an entranceway and then there's these two loading doors um, and then there's a, a covered loading area. So I want to park between the two loading doors, sort of haphazardly, like deliberately haphazardly, so I can then Blocking turn them. to him and go, yeah, and then sort of turn to him and go, well, since we're here, we're here, let's uh, park where we want and drink where we want. Am I right? And then sort of walk away. Yeah. But okay. the deliberate thing is to park between the doors. And before long, he's fishing his keys out and unlocking the door. Um, and inviting you inside for a, a nightcap. However, it's probably it's probably well, I say nightcap. It's probably it's probably like seven o'clock, and um, it's worth remembering that the um, the autopsy was happening at eight, I think. Yeah. But as he shuts the shop door, he he gets you all inside, and then the final shot would be him looking up and down the street, and then shutting the shop door and pulling the blinds down and so to any passerby it would appear completely dead inside <laughs> <laughs>